Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. My name is Kristen Jansen, and welcome everyone to episode 50, and I want to welcome everyone to my YouTube channel as well. Um, I'm actually recording as well, sup YouTube, and going to be posting the video to YouTube as well as my podcast for this week's episode. So I apologize that I haven't recorded a podcast in a good amount of time now, and um, I thought I would take today's episode as an opportunity to just discuss what the month of June of 2020 has brought me, uh, as you can tell from the title of uh, today's video podcast, I ruptured my Achilles tendon on June 1st. Today is June 24th, so 24 days ago, three and a half weeks now into my recovery. It's taken me a long time to want to really discuss it in detail just because I, I've been struggling. I, I really have been. I've been doing a good job of documenting it, you know, not the whole process, not the ins and outs of my physical and mental rehab right now on Instagram, but I'm trying to keep one level of my social media platforms just kind of current as to what is going on, but it's taken me a while to really want to work up the courage and just the mental strength right now to discuss it, you know, more vulnerable through a podcast and video. But today, you know, I just honestly got off the phone with Kyle after having a pretty good conversation as to where I am at because he's definitely my rock right now <laughs> before I get into like the whole story. But um, he definitely encouraged me and, you know, motivated me to work up the strength today to tell my story, to talk about what's going on. So let's uh, let's uh, go backwards here. June 1st. Uh, the basketball courts have been open up for maybe a week or two and Kyle and I have been playing a lot because, you know, of course with COVID-19 all of the playgrounds were shut down and we couldn't do anything. Even the basketball courts, they like completely boarded them up. They took the nets down. You couldn't even go shoot hoops by yourself. We won't get into that because, you know, everyone has their own opinions on that, but it sucked. So we were very excited when the hoop started opening back up. We were playing a lot more. Normally we just play like 21, nothing too, too aerobically taxing. But over the last um, few sessions of us playing, we've been playing one-on-one. -on -one. So of course a lot of more anaerobic movement and, you know, power movements in there, you know, sprinting and stuff like that. Um, short bursts of energy that, you know, I'm not always used to, but when you grew up playing basketball, you grew up playing that way, you, you think you're invisible. It's like riding a bike, right? You just jump back into it. So we've been playing a lot. And then on June 1st, we already played two games. And I jammed my finger with the basketball. Was, I don't know if any like of my other basketball players are out there, you know, when the ball hits your finger. And oh my gosh, that's the worst. It actually still kind of hurts now that I'm playing with it right now. But it's the worst when you jam your finger. So after my second game, I jammed my finger and I kind of shook it off and it, and it was feeling okay. And Kyle's like, let's just play one more game. Just one more. And I had this 
feeling inside me where I was like, nah, I should, I should probably call it. I'm feeling pretty tired. You know, there's some wear and tear clearly, you know, that's probably enough for today. But Kyle knows how to get me going because I'm very competitive and I'm like, ah, screw it. I need to beat him. So I was like, we'll play one more. We'll play just to three just a three because the other games we were playing until five or ten I can't remember but I was like it'll be a short game and I scored two points I almost won and uh I shot um I threw up a shot missed it went in for the rebound both of us when I jumped up I turned um halfway in the air and I came and landed down and I didn't land incorrectly I didn't lose my balance or stability but I turn around because it felt like somebody punched me in the back of my left calf. And if anyone's ever gone through an Achilles rupture before, or if they know anyone, or even if you see it like um, from like other professional athletes, they always turn around and look to see if anyone hit them. And it was the weirdest thing. I think I even yelled out like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pardon my French, but I turn around, I'm like, who, who the heck hit me? And I knew right then and there, because there was no one there, obviously, when I was on the ground, I'm like, holy cow, I'm like, Kyle, I just ruptured my Achilles, it's like, no, 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 it's, it's probably just like an ankle sprain, maybe you just rolled your ankle, and I could, I could just feel it in the back, and I was like, nah, like, I know that it's my Achilles, and I started, like, panicking a little bit, because I knew, like, right then and there, what was going to be involved, because I already made the assumption myself that it was an Achilles rupture, so I was like, holy shit, Kyle, like, I'm freaking out, and he just calmed me down, gave me a, a piggyback to the car because I, I didn't even want to try to stand up. And uh, the first person who actually came into my head when I did try for a second to stand up, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't, was actually Kobe Bryant. And for anyone who knows his story, he ruptured his Achilles in I think it was his last last two or three years of playing in the NBA. And uh, man, I just like thought this guy's like, a friggin' monster when you see him do it because what happened is he ruptured his Achilles and he got fouled. He went back out, walked onto the court to shoot his two free throws, made both of them, walked off the court, immediately went to get surgery and they won the game by two points. And when you watch that and you haven't gone through this injury, you're like, wow, that's so hero heroic. Like, that's amazing. That's a warrior. And I still think that, but instantly I thought, I'm like, what a maniac. How the fuck did he do that? Like, that's impossible. I couldn't even, like, begin to think about the process of trying to even stand up. So, uh, he was the first person that came into my head. So, Kyle piggybacked me into the car. We immediately went to the, the ER, and uh, he dropped me off. And uh, it, it really sucked because I... <laughs> I think I have a low pain tolerance and more so in like a, in a, in a fearful way where I'm afraid of pain and going through the process of it. And I just, I wanted him to stay with me, but due to the joys of COVID-19, he wasn't allowed to come into the hospital with me, which again, topic for another day, but little side rant, which is really frustrating considering we haven't had a case in over a month, but whatever <laughs> I made it through it I was totally like I, I managed through it um so yeah he had to leave me I had to wait in the ER by myself for three hours they did an ultrasound and the nurses came by and you know were trying to feel it and like I was in so much pain the amount of pain that I had to deal with for those three hours they actually because I just 
couldn't stop crying not like an annoying cry like just tears would come from my eyes basically the whole time because the throbbing and the pain that you're just sitting in an uncomfortable wheelchair for three hours it was holy shit I don't think I've ever been in so much pain in my entire life so they had to give me some drugs to help calm calm the pain a little bit after three hours they eventually got me in for an ultrasound and uh, just to confirm that it was an Achilles rupture and then they were able to measure the uh, the amount of centimeters and um, I still don't really know what it means to this day but let me quickly um, I think I have yes I do so it just based on their uh, the progress notes here the left Achilles rupture was 5.3 centimeters from insertion the tear defect was approximately 2.9 centimeters so not quite sure exactly what that means like just in regards to the severity of that but uh, at the end of the day there there's a gap right so in in between where my my calf muscles and my heel is there's a gap there so they ended up referring me to a surgeon they wrapped up my um wrapped up my foot and put my foot down into plantar flexion so that way the tendon can start to come closer together and start to heal itself so I made an appointment the next morning with the surgeon and of course didn't really know the processes involved because you hear so many different things do you need surgery do you not need surgery and I had to do my own research because of course I'm not just gonna sleep at night and completely you know understand and um, go with what the doctor is saying nothing against the professionals at all but you know you you want to know do a little bit of homework prior to your appointment so that happened on Monday called Tuesday morning to get my appointment went in on Wednesday uh, the surgeon took the, the, the splint off and uh, oh my goodness rolled me onto my stomach so that way he can take a look at the heel even though they had an ultrasound he wanted to you know analyze it himself and him just playing with my foot oh my god like I couldn't even help it like it, the the amount of pain I'm sorry like it was astronomical like oh my gosh anyways it's feeling a lot better now so he's like yep it's definitely ruptured he went through the pros and cons with me as to going the surgical or non-surgical route and I thought I needed surgery but um, apparently you can make the choice if you want to have surgery or not. The only real difference is the fact that non-surgical, which is the decision I ended up going with, is the recovery process is a little bit longer, approximately like maybe three to four weeks. And the whole process, like regardless of each uh, of whichever option you decide on, is probably around six to nine months. So I'm like, ah, you know what, <laughs> six to nine months, additional four weeks. I've never been in surgery before, never been under or anything like that. I'm like, I will suck it up for another four weeks. At that point, it's not going to feel like that much of a difference. Um, there are some like controversy in regards to re-rupture rates or not, but as long as you follow more current protocols for the non-surgical route where you start to do um, some mobility within the first couple of, oh sorry, after the first couple of weeks that, you know, the re-rupture rate between surgical and non-surgical is not too too much difference there's not a lot of difference there so as long as you do the things properly you know there's not too much of a difference the only difference is, is you get back to sport a little bit quicker and as well to the surgical route you you probably get more of your performance back I'm not a professional basketball player you know I'm definitely 
probably not going to be doing any one-on-one after this. You know, I say that now, maybe I'll get over that fear. I might just stick to 21, get really good at free throws and that's it. But I'm, I'm not going to be going to play intramurals or anything like that. Unfortunately, it's just not worth the injury. I actually sprained my right foot maybe five years ago playing basketball. So I've, I've definitely hurt myself quite a bit with the sport. And as much as I love it and, you know, want to keep it um, within me, you know, I want my kids to play basketball. I, uh, it's just not going to be something that I'm going to be overly invested in. So that's another reason why I didn't want to go to the surgical route. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to stick to bodybuilding. <laughs> not going to do a lot of cardio, no half marathons or anything like that as I get older. So I think I'll be safe in regards to not re-rupturing, um, providing, you know, I do things properly with the non-surgical route. So with that involved, after the first couple of weeks, I was put into an air cast. Um, I know you guys can't see it on, on, on my podcast, but for a YouTube family, that's uh, what it looks like there. And I'm currently within week three now where I'm supposed to start doing light weight bearing with the crutches. So there's a lot of float, floating, walking going on right now. Um, so that's basically everything that has gone on up until this point from a physical standpoint from a mental standpoint I don't want to come across like I'm complaining but you know I was I had a day where I was pretty vulnerable on on Instagram and (laughs) a lot of people actually really appreciated that so you know, it was reassuring that it's okay for me to share my struggles and everything that I'm going through with you guys. And it's probably a good thing just because, as we all know, social media can very much be filtered where so many people just share the highlight reel and don't really share the struggles that they're going through. But basically, like, I was thinking about it and I was talking about it with Kyle because the whole reason I started my podcast was when I injured my back two years ago and the premise behind it was the fact that you know I want to be more than a physique I want to be more than just looking a certain way and to be a stronger and better athlete and I I learned so much from my back injury I really did and I've I've talked about it before where I wouldn't take it back like I don't want to go through it again but I learned so much during that process and you can't really see that until you look back retrospectively and I'm trying to remind myself that of this injury right now where there is a lesson to be learned here. You know, in the beginning, there was a lot of why me? Why has this happened? I just got over my back injury where I was finally back to a place where I was lifting as much as I was prior for squats and for bench press. I still haven't even been able to deadlift yet. I was looking forward to going back to the gyms and start deadlifting because I was feeling like I was finally after two years 100% and then two weeks before the gyms open back up I rupture my Achilles and it feels like I'm back to square one where I'm not able to train anymore and I know there's more to life than training and bodybuilding but it's more so for my own mental sanity like I'm a I'm in a very therapeutic state and meditative state when I am lifting and that's one of the reasons why I don't really train with people because it's my my moment of peace. That's my time to meditate and just be in the zone for myself. So to have that taken away from you and as well to 
all of your independence. Like, and that's where I was talking to Kyle about this. What's the difference between my mentality here with the Achilles injury compared to the, 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 uh, the, my back injury? And the difference was, yes, my, my lifting changed for both of them where I can't lift anymore. I still am a little bit, but the biggest difference between the two is my independence is gone. My back injury, I was still able to take my dog for a walk. I was still able to drive my car and not need Kyle's help. I was still able to just do things around the house. Whereas now I'm on crutches. I got an iWalk 2.0 and an e-scooter and your independence is completely gone where I'm relying on Kyle quite a bit. And, uh, he has a lot going on, you know, work has finally picked back up for him now that, you know, things are slowly kind of going back to this new normal after COVID, and he's busier than ever right now with real estate, so it's tough, but I'm still struggling, like, I'm not gonna lie, and that's why I've waited so long to talk about this, because sometimes it's a little bit easier to talk about it when you feel like you've had a breakthrough, but I haven't yet, and maybe I have, and I'm just not seeing it, and I thought that maybe just talking about it right now before I feel ready, you know, it might just let some things out. So that's basically where I am at. Um, I guess I just wanted to get this story out to you guys, so if you had an idea what is going on, I think the only kind of real thing that I can give you guys right now for, for a takeaway would be just to appreciate everything that your bodies have been able to do for you and that's something that I'm trying to practice every day the fact that you know my body has allowed me to do so much over this over this life that we easily take it for granted and that's something that I have definitely realized over these last three weeks and I think that it might be worth me just sharing with you one of my favorite probably Instagram posts that I made. Sorry if you've seen it already, but it's a good reminder. And I just wrote, Dear body, I want to take a minute to appreciate all the things you've ever done for me. From figure skating when I was three years old, to dancing in ballet, jazz, and hip-hop for 10 years, to trying every single sport under the sun, to playing basketball throughout elementary, high school, running two half marathons without properly training, to competing in powerlifting, competing in bodybuilding, and hiking, longboarding, swimming, and walking. Thank you. You've always allowed me to do everything I've ever wanted to do. And quite often, I've taken these things for granted. You've always taken care of me. Now it's my turn to take care of you. So that's where I'm at. And I'm just going to continue to take it step by step each day. The, The coolest thing that I'm dealing with right now is I get to see the progress pretty quickly on a day-to-day basis you know it's not like I just broke a bone and I'm in a cast and I just sit around and wait for it to heal I am supposed to do daily rehab exercises nothing too crazy right now but I take my foot out of the boot probably every hour or two and um, maybe I'll show this in another video where I just do some range of motion movements nothing major and uh, practice walking with the crutches 
I'm supposed to ditch the crutches in either week four or week five, depending on what I'm capable of. So there is progress that is being made on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, and there is a clear plan of attack as to what I need to do. I just need to make sure that my actions are in line with my mindset in order to make sure that I'm continuing to do the things that I need to to get better. So that part's kind of cool is because we as human beings, we, we thrive on progress, right? We need to see progress in order to move forward. That's why we're not in, you know, we're not cavemen anymore is because we we rely on evolution. So something else that's a good takeaway for you guys is even though my progress is very slow right now, progress is still being made and you can definitely apply that in your own lives. You know, whether it is you're trying to train for something, maybe a marathon, a triathlon, you're trying to lose weight, change your body composition. We all want the results yesterday. Believe me, I would love nothing more than going to play basketball right now or going to be able to squat. I can't even do that anymore. But I am making progress on a day-to-day basis. You know, small or large, an inch or a mile, progress is progress. So when you see that progress, please just do me a favor and appreciate it. You know, we put so much goddamn pressure on ourselves to do things all the time to the point where we just completely overestimate things that we can do within a year. And, you know, that's a common saying. We overestimate what we can do in six months and completely underestimate what we're capable of in 10 years. So if you just keep focusing on slow progress, like (laughs) the turtle wins the race, it's so true progress will be made and that's what's more important than actually getting to that destination and then lastly I'll just leave you guys with this because there's a lot of emotions going on right now a lot of depression amongst a lot of people myself included I'm not ashamed to admit it I am I'm depressed right now it is a struggle a battle for me to do anything right now that's why it's taken me so long to put out a video of uh, a podcast episode for you guys. The only thing that I'm motivated to do right now is stuff for my clients. That's it. I don't even really want to, you know, do anything. Make myself food, eat properly, um, focus on my studying. Fuck, you know, like there are so many things that I need to do, but I'm just, I don't want to. I don't, but I'm not letting that hold me back. Every single day I'm tracking my food. Every single day I'm spending, even if it's just 10 minutes studying where I'm used to spending hours, it's better than nothing. So if you have those moments where you just you just don't want to train, you just don't want to do anything, you're allowed to feel that way, but you don't have to react that way. You don't have to react to those emotions. You're totally allowed to feel them. They're there acknowledge them but they don't have to control your life you don't need to be a prisoner to your excuses you don't need to be a prisoner to your injuries like myself so don't take your body for granted if you don't want to train think of me be like I'm gonna train for Kristen because she can't right now and that alone I can't tell you like that would mean the world to me it truly would if you can't do it for yourself do it for me because I can't and that would mean everything to me okay before I get 
very emotional and before this episode gets very long i'm gonna leave it there so thank you all so much for watching thank you all so much for listening i promise that i am getting better and i am gonna get back to a regular routine once i get things kind of figured out you know i've i've definitely connected with other people who have gone through this and some people are at their one year mark and they're like don't worry you'll find your stride within you know that that first 30 to 60 days it sucks in the beginning but you'll get there so I'm just going to be optimistic that it's just going to continue to get better. Thank you all again so much for listening. Make sure you guys stick around for another episode sometime very soon. And uh, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.